You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Now I ain't said no names. These are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home. You must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them chemtrails in the sky. <clears throat> welcome, everybody, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. I'm going to welcome you to a terrific Tuesday uh, today. Of course, this is a continuation of our Black History Takeover right here at Sankofa Theater. And I'm so excited to be back here in this amazing, iconic space. Today with me, I get to sit down and chop it up with Haru Chaez Amen. That's right. He is back in the building. Uh, it has been such a long time since he has joined us, but he's been doing some phenomenal work out in the community with Qigong. So we get to catch up with him about how he's bring, bringing healing to communities all across uh, the West in Washington, honestly. So I'm so glad that he is here. And of course, y'all, it is the top of the show. So it's a great time to tag and share the stream. That's right. Now is the time that you get to participate by tagging and sharing the stream uh, with those you feel could benefit from a daily dose of dopeness right here on The Day with Trey. If you can't watch us, you can always listen to us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Just search Converge Media Network in The Day with Trey. Y'all will find me on Google, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Apple Music, whatever else you love out there. Uh, there's plenty of platforms. Just search for us uh, and y'all will find us there. Shout out to all of you who are tagging and sharing the stream and sharing the podcast. We appreciate the love and appreciate your support and participation as we grow the day with Trey to more audiences across Washington State and beyond. So thank you all for being a part of that growth right here with me and the team at Converge. Well, I'm really excited because this is going to be a self-care kind of episode and Converge has been on the scene. Y'all know we were sharing a bunch of segments last week uh, with Converge out in the community, capturing amazing things going on. And this continues because they were out here for self-care square. Check it out. What up, everybody? It's Acacia Corson and welcome to the self-care square. All right, we're gonna get started with a one-to-one -one ratio. We're making roll-on oil, so we'll start with a small amount of each fragrance. Go ahead and turn on your scales. Batter Body just started as a solution to my frustrations with my hair after I went natural. So I started with Batter Body Butter, um, which was just a hair butter at first. And you know, freak accident happens and it spills all over your hands. And it's like, oh, this is good from fro to flow. So that's where we went from there. Um, so we have the body butter and we started to make things like face mask. Um, my husband makes a mean beard oil. That's one of our favorites. And then we started making roll-on fragrance oils as well. Um, that's Batter Body. We partnered with Soap by Fani. She makes soaps, bath bombs, body scrubs. We've partnered with Kiara Hall. She's a really good sea moss uh, connoisseur. She whips it up real, real nice. And that led to the self-care square as a retail space. And once we got with Seattle Restored, um, they granted us this space and it evolved to what it is today. It's very community centered. We do way more than just sell bath and body products. And now it's like a, a very good self-care community space. 
Um, and once I saw that the need is bigger than just products, I opened it up to even more people because I found that people in Seattle, specifically black people, need a space to commune and really kind of get to know one another, know that we all exist. And um, with the focus of self-care, we uh, change the community to make sure that they're self-care focused. Um, I find that in the black community, especially, we kind of neglect ourselves in that area. So I'm here to be a pillar of the community, to be a, a, a catalyst for change and uh, give self-care to everybody that wants it. I um, get the opportunity to like pitch my product to customers as they come in and they're like, what is this place? And I'm like, it's wonderful. And um, get to tell them all about the different brands in here and um, offer them a beverage. Would you like a CMOS iced tea, a smoothie, something like that? So she has this killer mango smoothie. It's my favorite. Um, we also have the hibiscus punch. We've got the strawberry lemonade iced tea. We've got the peach, uh, peach iced tea as well. And then just um, a variety of sea moss gels. And any of the vendors are allowed to just be in here and work the space and actually like be your own salesman. Um, so I definitely have taken advantage of that. So it's been um, liberating and a great learning experience for um, me as a vendor. And it's offered me a lot of opportunities as well. I've been offered like commercial kitchen space. I've been offered place at PCC. You might see me at Central Co-op soon. Um, over at the Cherry Street Coffee Shop. Um, over here at the Labor Temple, the neighborhood and the business owners in particular and the building managers have been like really intrigued and interested in what I've been doing because I've been here. I hopefully it'll be as popular as, as Starbucks one day out here. You know what I'm trying to say? I found that we've created a space that is, it, it feeds your soul. You know, you, especially black people, seeing that it's black women ran, uh, I guess we attract what we are <laughs> because a lot of times, and this is something that I didn't think would happen in Belltown when they told us we got the space in Belltown. First of all, I was scared. Instead, what I got was welcoming from the staff here, first of all breath of fresh air and then a space where every, every so often I look up and it's several like dozen black people in the space. I'm just like, yes, feels good. So to have a place that I hear that they feel seen and heard and comfortable and cozy and like family and it's not like anything they've felt before. It's, it's magical, somebody said, it's magical in here. They come in and they feel comfortable sharing their needs first of all. And and when we, when they share their needs, they, they understand that we are empathetic enough to hear them and to act on it. It's like a, a success and a challenge at the same time. The success of it is that every day I wake up and I keep going and keep providing such a space like this. Um, biggest success is that I can show my daughter that she can build something out of nothing and make an impact in her community. She can have an idea and bring it out into reality. I think that's the biggest success. And every day I live that. Um, biggest challenge is juggling all the things. I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a, I'm a business owner. And just having this this space alone is a, is a lot, it's a big load to carry. Um, and thankfully I've got a really wonderful team to help me not go crazy. <laughs> I want you guys to check us out at the Self Care Square. We have two locations here at 2801 
First Avenue, Belltown. Um, and then two, we're always going to be there at Georgetown Trailer Park Mall. That's 5805 Airport Way South. Um, hit us up on Instagram at the self care square. Don't forget the the because you won't get nowhere if you don't. Um, and at our website, theselfcaresquare.com. Wow. Shout out to self, the self-care square. Uh, this is a phenomenal space. And honestly, we need more of this in our community. When we talk about being mindful of how we're caring for ourselves and how we're supporting our energy as we step out and do great work. And as we step out and be impactful in our community, we need to be able to, you know, really patron spaces like this uh, so that we can do that self-reflection that's necessary for us to boost the energy that we need to do the work. Uh, you know, this for me is everything. And it's a real lesson that I am learning as I'm out here doing the work. I also want to make sure I'm always being impactful with what I'm producing and what I'm creating. But that means I need to take time for myself and really pour into myself and allow others to pour into me. So I appreciate this. Shout out to the whole The Self-Care Square team. I'm so glad that Converge has been out here capturing these amazing spaces and amazing community hubs. They are so necessary for us all. So make sure y'all check out the self-care square. When you are thinking about how you're going to do it, allow yourself to be filled with all the love in a space like that. Well, of course, we get to continue with all of the love and the self-care with Haru Chayez Amen, who runs Haru Hills, uh, has been bringing Qigong out to so many different communities. I get to chop it up with him right after this short break. Y'all stay tuned. You're watching The Day with Trey. COVID-19 hurt my income, my health, and my family. We were about to lose our home when we heard we might be eligible for homeowner assistance funds from the government. We called 1-877-894-HOME and a housing counselor stepped in, talked to our lender, and saved our home. Federal funding details at WashingtonHalf.org. That's WashingtonHAF.org. This winter, Seattle Opera presents the world premiere of A Thousand Splendid Sons. Based on the best-selling novel by Khalid Bosaini, this new opera tells the breathtaking story of two Afghan women brought together under the brutal Taliban rule. There has never been a more important time for this story to be on stage. Make this world premiere part of your plans today. Don't miss A Thousand Splendid Sons, February 25th through March 11th at McCall Hall. Details at seattleopera.org. What's up, everybody? You know, me and Besa, my girl, we had to pull up to Market Street Shoes once again, y'all. And you know, we do this every season. We have to get the new shoes, the new boots. And this time, I even got a coat. Yeah, no, you did walk in without a coat. I really I'm did. I'm glad you found one. But their boots were on point. Yes, the boots, the bags. I even grabbed a flannel. Yeah, you did. You know, and I was able to get some hats and everything. I was really impressed. And you know, I was impressed because, of course, I got those white boots that you guys see me wearing everywhere these days. Yeah, no, I, I look at your white boots and I'm like, darn it, they only have one pair. Me and Basie wear the same size. Of course, every time we walk out with several bags in hand. Several bags and sometimes even a backpack, you guys. Make sure you check out Market Street Shoes. Yeah, please check them out. where they go, Basa? Ooh, 2232 Northwest Market Street, Seattle, Washington. 
Welcome back, everybody, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday, And of course, we are continuing our amazing coverage right here in the Sankofa Theater. So excited to have Haru Chayez Amen back in the building on The Day with Trey. What up, Haru? What's up, Trey? It's so good to see you again. I've missed this space with you. Yeah, you know, it has been a really long time and you've been really busy in the community. You know, we have talked uh, before about the need for self-care. We've talked about breathing. We've talked about Qigong in general, but now you're really out here bringing it to the people. And I know this was been like a real huge part of what you've wanted to do. Tell us how this has evolved for you as you're bringing it out to community. You know, it's been such a blessing to have this opportunity. It's something I visualized about for a long time in my journey. When we talked about breathing and meditation, I would take that into my meditations and really see myself being able to share what I do with the community. And so for the last several weeks, I've been partnered with Federal Way School District. I've been teaching Qigong to fifth graders and all the way up to eighth graders inside of Federal Way High School. Um, I've been teaching about mindfulness, teaching Qigong, teaching breathing and techniques like that to to overcome stress, right? To deal with even test-taking anxiety. I know one child, he had an issue with watching anime. He was afraid of watching anime. We were able to work on, on that so he could go to, the, the culmination of the event was to actually go to a movie that was kind of anime, right? He was able to go to that movie and watch the, the show and had a good time. So, you know, just working through problems, working through challenges and really empowering children to do well, to be well, to be healthy, um, not to be fearful, to overcome anxiety and worries and concerns and things of that nature. It's been a blessing. So I partnered with Federal Way School District. I'm actually active right now in Renton. So we're teaching at Demet Middle School right now, teaching Qigong. It's a six-week six engagement. We'll be back in April again to start it up again. So it's just continually going on. I'm teaching Qigong to families and children there. So I have some, some kids that are four and five years old, all the way up to 15, 16 years old, and their parents. Large classes, about 28 people inside of there. So really enjoying that opportunity to share. It's amazing to hear all this uh, work being out here in community, particularly for young people, because when we can establish the practices and behaviors and habits around around healing, around understanding the idea that we have the power to control what's going on in our minds. It, we don't just have to accept everything. We also have the power to calm it down, to slow it down, to quiet the noise. How have these young folks been receiving this and the families? How, how has the response been? Because I'm sure this is uh, very new for a lot of those folks. One of the, the best stories I have was after the event was over, it was four weeks, like I said, we culminated by going to the movies. We took them to a private screening of a movie. Um, after the movie was over, one of my students ran up to me. He missed the last session. He ran up to me. He was like, Mr. Haru, Mr. Haru. He has mom in tow. He brought his mother over and he was like, I'm really sorry. I wanted to be at the last class. You know, and this is a, a little fifth grader, right? He's like, I really want to be at the last class. I'm sorry I missed it. And I was like, you know, it's no big deal. We'll see you next time. And his mother came and talked to me and as he walked away, she goes, you know, I got to thank you. And I was like, well, for what? You know, just get to hang out with kids all day and teach Qigong is kind of my thing, right? And she was like, no, he's been dealing with anxiety for a very long time. And he said, every time he left your class, he felt better about himself and who he was. He felt calmer and more happy, right? And she goes, I've seen a difference at home. And I was like, wow, that just, you know, that tells me I'm doing something right. At least, you know, one thing I did right there. So it's fun, you know, and the idea of Qigong and sharing it with people is really about healing the psyche, healing our psyches and souls, particularly among our people. We spend a lot of time identifying with our trauma, 
a lot of time aligning with our failures, our, our, our brokenness and things like that. The time has come really for us to embrace who we are, actually are and, and align with our power, right? Align with our, our, our peaceful nature, align with our oneness with all things, align with our wisdom and intuition, really, and then embrace our power, our collective power and become who we're designed to be. You know, when we align with our trauma, we end up acting out traumas a lot of times. And so let's, let's align with our power and our potential and become great, right? Yeah, well, I, I, this is why I really appreciate these kinds of segments, because we can talk at length, at probably ad nauseum, when it comes to all of the issues, particularly in Black communities and with Black families, when we think about knowing that certain things are passed down in our DNA, we realize that, you know, there's these histories that we carry forward with us when we don't have these practices in mind about how to release all of that from our own bodies. And Qigong has been one of those things that I personally have found to do exactly that. But it's like before you just think you're alone and you have to try to figure it out or you go to things that, you know, are like, oh, I just need therapy. I need to just talk it out and talk with somebody who can maybe give me some tips, you know, or I need to go to medication because it's that bad for me. I need something that's going to just medicate me enough to calm myself down. But there are all of these ancient practices that are now really resurfacing in so many communities globally where we understand the power of our own uh, ability to heal ourselves. And so I love hearing stories like that. I'm sure it really resonates with you to know that your work is having an impact. When you think about how you've been bringing it out uh, every Saturday, you have a Qigong class, it's open to the public, you know, people have been showing up in that class and experiencing these benefits. How has that been going since the last time we touched it base? Oh, it's been going well. You know, we've not missed a beat every Saturday. We're at nine o'clock. Um, I had to adjust it for some of the, the classes I was teaching in the school district, but every Saturday at nine o'clock on Zoom, people can just jump into these free spaces. We want a whole space for healing. So for these free spaces, people can come in and they've been actually, you know, working through some things, working through some lifelong problems, learning how to love again, learning how to be free again, you know, learning how to embrace their, who they are. I'm learning how to heal and grow, which is super powerful. You know, it's, it's so it's such an enjoyable thing, you know, to see people in the moment actually overcome a, something they've been dealing with for, you know, 10, 12 years. Right. And, and so after I hear those stories, after I see those moments or experience those times, I get to go and do more Qigong, you know, I'm like, okay, I got to spend more time doing more Qigong, practicing more, learning more about this ancient art. It's been around for 3,500 years. Right. So these ancients really understood that this was a powerful part of who we are, what we need to do. We got to practice breathing. We got to practice healing. We got to practice transcending the stress. We don't have to embrace the stress. We don't have to walk around with it and carry it, allow it to affect our bodies, to, to, uh, to damage our lifestyles and our life uh, force and things of that nature. We can uplift it, right? We can overcome it. We can use that healing too, then to, to change our communities, right? So why not do better for ourselves? And, you know, if I can do that with Qigong, then that's an easy thing to do. And I, and I enjoy it, you know? Yeah. Well, that really takes me to my next question here because clearly, there has to be a very strong practice, personal practice for yourself uh, of Qigong and of incorporating all of these lessons into your own life for you to be able to bring them out to others. Uh, give us a sneak peek of what that's like for you. Oh, for me, it's like getting up at 3.40 in the morning, pouring libation to the ancestors, practicing some Qigong for a while, going to work because I have a day job, um, then practicing sometimes at lunch, 
getting off work and practicing after work. I'm running some sessions too. I teach them a Wednesday night meditation. And typically we open with Qi healing or Qi gong. You know, we practice that, but it's also a lifestyle change. You know, Qi gong is about changing your behaviors, patterns of behavior. So seeing and recognizing patterns in your life, seeing where you're making some mistakes and going, okay, I'm going to adjust here and committing to that adjustment, but also taking that, that, that mindset into the Qigong practice, visualizing yourself doing better than you were doing yesterday. Then, then taking advantage of, of the opportunity before you go to bed and judging yourself. Like, what did I do today? How did I do? Right. And really evaluating that and, and making a commitment then tomorrow to do better. Right. And then during tomorrow, actually doing better, right? So it's always an ongoing process of evolution. It's, it's, it's about this pathway to enlightenment, right? To embracing wisdom, to growing as, 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 as humans, as some of, some of us call us, or, or as, you know, spiritual beings is what, what I like to call us, and evolving as a spiritual being, right? Not just aligning with, okay, I'm going to be swayed by every emotion, I'm not going to be upset with my manager when they talk crazy to me or something. I'm not going to be upset when my, my kids don't want to go to sleep or whatever. I'm not going to be upset when I don't feel well. I'm not going to be sad and anxious about things, but I'm going to be peaceful at all times. And taking advantage of, oh, I can, I can breathe now. Let me relax. Let me calm down. Let me close my mouth, like we talked about before, and just breathe in through my nose and, and offset that parasympathetic system, or start that parasympathetic system and offset the sympathetic system that wants to encourage us to, you know, have a stressful response to something. Yeah. yeah. Well, a, a lot of this too, I mean, you know, we've been talking to uh, life coaches, you know, we know that there are so many great tips and tricks that people have been implementing in their lives to really create new patterns of behavior. And a lot of that is self-reflective work. And then I, I am listening to you and it's like, okay, there's a whole understanding that Qigong is another level two to that, right? In terms of now you have a practice, something that you can do that will hold you accountable to that because it does change your mindset in terms of these I, these events in your life that could be deemed as stressful events or difficulties or d people in your life. But you have a practice now that says, actually, no, I, I'm reminding myself that that's not what it is and that these are opportunities for me to develop. Uh, this has been uh, an amazing, uh, I think, line of work to bring out now in particular, because we're seeing so much ancestral knowledge cut, come back into play. How do you see Qigong being such a major part of how people are embracing a lot of ancestral practices and bringing that knowledge back into their lives? You know, a lot of the the things that you brought up before around the medication and psychiatry and things like that, they're we need that stuff in our lives for sure. But a lot of people are finding out that it wasn't working, right? Um, the self-help tips weren't necessarily working, right? With Qigong, people are seeing in these ancient techniques, people are actually seeing that we're rebuilding our self-image, right? And prioritizing our self-image, this healthy self-image. Um, Qigong helps to build that self-image, right? When we, when we lift Qi and pour Qi down, we're actually creating a center channel that we're not, we're not necessarily born with, we have to redevelop. And that's the self-image of who and what you are, a divine being that is, is created in the image of peace that nothing can disturb. When we can embrace that idea of who we are, that I don't have to be influenced by the externals, but I can choose to be only influenced by the internal what I am, we can overcome so many obstacles. And people are seeing that key to life within these practices. They're starting to find out that, oh, this is why these practices have been muted for so long. This is why governments have, have kept them quiet or wanted to disband those people who are practicing them. Because 
if I connect with you, if I understand pieces of my nature, first of all, I'm one with you. I'm never going to do you harm. I'm always going to support you. I'm always going to advocate for you. I'm going to advocate for my community and my people, right? When you start moving as one, that's a dangerous, powerful force, right? So we understand the, the concept of true war, right? True, a true warrior is really someone who is, who is, who is passionate about peace. They're searching for peace and trying to rebalance the scales. Qigong is about rebalancing the scales of life, right? Healing that life and having equilibrium and holistic health in your life. Yeah. Well, I just appreciate that you dedicate yourself to the work and to bringing it out in communities and particularly black communities. I mean, uh, you know, we talked early on about, you know, you being like, look, I, I needed to get these certifications. I need to bring this out for my people, not just for yourself, but it was like the need for for black communities to really have someone who looks like them to embrace this, because oftentimes there's a, a large level of, you know, oh, let me stand off. I'm a little bit. I'm not sure what you trying to sell me on brother you know like that kind of you know they're not sure what it is when it's something brand new and um every third saturday you've been practicing qigong at the liberty bank building and we know it's some of it is about exposure i've been there with you right and i i know that people just walking past have been asking wait a minute what is this or what, what are y'all doing even sometimes the exposure can really spark somebody's interest to start thinking about it in their lives and practicing it for them. As you uh, have people approach you who are very kind of apprehensive, oh, you know, you're talking, maybe it's witchcraft, maybe it's this, you know, how do you really handle those kinds of, of, of opportunities, you know, to really share this with folks that really may be kind of standoffish or apprehensive of it? The first thing I tell them is super easy. Right. Anybody can do it. I have children, like I said, from four and five years old that practice with me and adults up to 90 that practice with me. So anybody can do it. Secondly, it's scientifically based. Right. And there's thousands of years of research. So, um, you know, when we look at that, that um, thirty five hundred years of, of practice, um, it makes a difference. Um, thirdly, try it and it works. Right. When you do it, you start saying you, you brought up something really powerful earlier in the conversation. You were talking about the DNA of trauma. Right. If we apply these these techniques, these simple movements and breathing techniques, we can begin to restructure our DNA. Right. So scientifically, it's been proven. Um, there's studies on it. So research it. I tell them to research it. Right. And then I tell them to come out and just hang out with me. Right. I'm not a weirdo. I'm not a kook. It's like come out and hang out with me and practice some Qigong, like learn how to stand in a place that is going to help your lower back. Right. Learn how to relax your shoulders. Learn how to stand proudly. Learn how to breathe from not your chest, but from your lower dante into your belly, right? To calm your mind down and learn how to visualize yourself as you want to be. What's, you know, scary about that, right? It's all inviting. I love it. I lo well, thank you so much for being here, being a resource, uh, being willing to be as connected as you have uh, to so many folks who are like, well, I'm interested. I don't know much. You know, I'm brand new. I have seen you be out there having conversations and people go, wait, you meditate, you're doing Qigong. I don't know what that is. How do I learn? Right. Uh, and you, you know, you're, you're open to start with people from a very basic level to those who may even sometimes be like, oh, I know what that is. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna challenge you to how much do you know? Right. Uh, so you hit this spectrum, but I really appreciate that you're out there. If folks are looking to connect, you know, participate in some of your 
your open sessions for Qigong. How do they find you? What is the best way for them to connect? Look right there and let them know. For sure. You can find me on the Meetup app. Look for, look for Qigong in the Park. You can find me on social media. You can find me on Instagram at Heru Nefer. Um, on, on Instagram right there, DM me or, or just hit me up for, for a connection there. You can also just navigate to my website, which is heruchayazamen.com. Um, I'm everywhere. So hit me up on those platforms and come out and practice and hang out and do some Qigong. It's free on Saturdays. I don't charge nothing at all. So for free 99, you can get some Qigong, get some Qi healing. Come on out and join us. Right on. Thank you so much for joining me today and bringing this amazing benefit uh, to this space here at the Sankofa Theater. Appreciate you. My pleasure. Let's go do some Qigong. There we go. <laughs> all right, y'all. After this short break, I get to wrap up all of this healing right after this. Stay tuned. You're watching The Day with Trey. What up, y'all? T-Dub here, as always, bringing you the news and art funding and opportunities. This year's Four Culture Project grants are live now, and here's what you need to know to apply. Four Culture Project grants fund cultural activities and projects throughout King County. If you are an individual or group with arts, heritage, or preservation at its core, then this funding is for you. And if you're new to the grant application process, Four Culture hosts virtual workshops and has a team of grant managers ready to assist you in the process. The deadline to apply is March 23rd. Head over to fourculture.org for more. Welcome back, everybody, to The Day with Trey. Of course, I'm your host, Trey Holiday, And what a great show today. I, I got to give it up to Haru Chai as I'm in for joining me. You know, the idea of us thinking about self-care, healing, taking new practices into our lives to do just that is so necessary right now. There is definitely a lot of negativity out there in the world, but how are we coping with it? How are we being mindful of the ways that we are moving through all of these things that we see, the news coming through and uh, all these things on your social media feed? You know, right at the end of the day, it's on us to really care for ourselves. And I appreciate the message that he shared about how Qigong is one of those ways that you can do just that. Yes, if you need the therapy, get the therapy. Yes, if you need the medication, uh, nobody's telling you not to do that. But now let's also be mindful that we can bring in new practices that are actually ancient practices, maybe new to us now. Maybe we have to remember that, you know, our folks did them. But the fact that we can bring these into our lives to really heal ourselves is so important. Shout out to the folks over there at the Self Care Square. Make sure you check them out and check out Haru's free Qigong sessions on Saturdays. He said free 99. So, hey, it ain't going to harm you or come out your pocket for you to log on to that Zoom and participate from the comfort of your home. If you do want to join, come on down every third Saturday at the Liberty Bank building. Hey, anytime we're anywhere out in the community, I'm sure he'll make sure folks know that as well. But it's important that we be what? Inspired, of course, inspired by Haru's story. He could have said, you know what? I learned Qigong and I just practice on my own. He could have not brought it out to the public. He could have done a lot of different things, but instead he's being intentional to not just bring it to, you know, uh, the public, but to young people, to the educational spaces. That is so key. So be inspired, y'all. Y'all know I was inspired by what he shared today and by his story. Be inspired for you too to see yourself as a part of the solution as he has. And for me until tomorrow, y'all at 11 a.m. Peace. <laughs>
Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.